Dresfiles. Thank you for listening to Ghosted. You guys, I got a very interesting email from somebody that would like to remain anonymous. And listen to this. I work as a 911 call taker and dispatcher in a large metropolitan area. Now that's a hero for you. Trauma is part of my everyday life, and I am often with people during the worst moments of their lives and sometimes for their last breath. It's a harrowing job, but I love it. I've always been the kind of person who can maintain a level head in stressful situations and handle trauma extremely well for both myself and others. I've also always had premonitions and strong intuition, often able to perceive things before they happen or pick up on aspects of the world that others cannot. And although my emotional intelligence is high, I am also extremely left-brained, so I approach all of my intuitions and perceptions in a very logical, straightforward way. Additionally, I'm a student doctor of neuropsychology, so I'm a person of science who demands quantifiable evidence. I'm a doubter, questioner, and critic. So when I say something paranormal happened, I don't say it lightly. So here's a couple of instances from my job. Once, I had a horrible dream in which I was talking to an affluent, middle-aged woman with short blonde hair. She was crying, and I asked her what was wrong. She said her husband drowned. That was all I could remember from the dream, and uh, because I encounter incidents like this frequently, I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I have nightmares nearly every night to the point where they don't bother me anymore. When I arrive later that day for my shift, I read in our accident reports that there was a drowning the night before. My skin crawled. The person who drowned was a middle-aged man and it occurred in an affluent neighborhood in their pool. He was found floating dead in the pool by his wife, a middle-aged blonde woman. I don't know why his wife visited me specifically in that dream. However, I think perhaps it was because, even though I was not on shift, I am susceptible enough to that energy considering my connection to the job. Here's another one. It was a very slow night where we did not have many phone calls. I was working the phones and had not received a call in nearly 45 minutes when I suddenly felt this sensation like wind down my entire body. It was as if a warm fog had swept in from behind. Suddenly, I heard the floor creaking slowly like someone was walking a few steps and came to a stop close behind my chair. I did not turn around and just sat staring ahead at my computer screen. I couldn't speak aloud, but just had this feeling that whatever was behind me had something important to say. So I just thought, what do you want to tell me? And I immediately got this feeling that something bad was about to happen, and I suddenly felt energized, like a shot of espresso in my veins. 
Not even three minutes later, calls start pouring in, including some very serious ones that turned into highly critical situations. A person died. There was a barricaded subject who threatened to kill the responders. I talked a woman out of taking her own life. It was a crazy shift. I'm not sure who it was that visited me to give me that warning that night or if it was just my own intuition speaking, but I am grateful. Okay, so that's just a few from Anonymous. Wow, what a crazy job, and I would love to hear more. And if you have a job like that, send me any paranormal stories that have happened to you. You guys, today we are joined by Ever Maynard, who is a dear friend and hilarious comedian. Go check her out. And uh, she actually lives in a house that is currently haunted. So let's hear about that, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, Ever Maynard. You guys... I've been trying to get this guest since really the beginning of this podcast. Actually, even before this podcast launched in January, I've been trying to get this guest, and I'm so excited to have Ever Maynard! Hi! I'm so excited to be here. Ever, I I remember asking you a while ago, last fall, we were like shooting something together, and I was like, do you have a ghost story? And you were like, do I? Yeah. You're one of those people. You're one of those people that a dream guest that has just had like a billion experiences over the years Mm -hmm. and I can't wait to hear them all I don't know if that's like a dream guest or for me it (laughs) is someone filled with nightmares for me it's a dream guest (laughs) I'd hate to be you though (laughs) that's basically where we're at so excited to be here yeah well how have you been what's up I heard you were traveling and I was traveling seeing the world and now I'm back baby (laughs) doing stand up and stuff yeah doing stand up and then on a soon I don't know when this will come out and I don't know when the other thing will come out but on a soon to be Conan digital series Conan O'Brien digital series yes so people just follow you at Ever Maynard, right? It's just yeah, at yeah. Ever, yeah, and then they'll be able to find out yeah. about it on my Facebook fan page. Yeah, um, <laughs> I get a lot of. Do you get a lot of like, dear sir or madams in your like inbox? What do you mean? Like I keep getting... slipping into the DMs. <laughs> yeah, it's like clearly a scam, and they are always like, dear sir or madam, would you be interested? In That's stra- how they started. Yes. <laughs> oh, see, if I know it's spam, I don't even read it. But yeah. see, but most of the time, that's like people. Yeah, they're not sure which pronoun or anything to use as it is. So. <laughs> oh no, this is just like that informal, like formal email. Uh huh. Or like letter. They used to get in the mail. Totally. Just Hello. Best regards. <laughs> in regards. Right. Um Well, off to a riveting start. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, sir or madam. Uh tell me a ghost story. Okay, so I'll start with the one um the the one uh, my childhood ghost story. Okay. Okay, so you grew up in Texas. I grew up in Texas. I grew up in a town called Little River Academy, Texas. For the most part, um, we moved there when I was thirteen. But my grandmother on my mom's side lived in West, or she's still alive. Uh, lives in Westphalia, Texas, and it's like eight hundred people, and I mean gravel roads. And it until it burned down, it had the oldest wooden church in all of Texas. Like it's a huge like. Like, I think it's also one of the oldest German settler, like, town with the German... I don't know if you know anything about Texas, but there was a huge, like, German immigration in the 1800s. Okay. So there's all these, like, little German towns 
all across Texas. And Westphalia, it's dirt roads. Um, two of the little shops are closed. They're like wooden dance halls. They're gone. See ya. It's cattle pastures. It's cornfields. And it's it's nothing. So it's like really quiet. You go out there. You shoot guns. It's like Winter's Bone. Winter's mm. Bone? Winter's Bones? Did you ever see that? I don't. I haven't. It's like a scary movie with drugs. <laughs> Jennifer, um, what's her girl? What's that girl's name? Thank you, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Thank She's you. In it. So, anyways, in Westphalia, like growing up, we were allowed to do whatever we wanted because there was nothing there. So, like, I had nine or ten cousins around the same age, and fun. I know it was a lot of fun. And we would just like walk through pastures, like play in tanks. Those are like big cow ponds. We call them tanks. Go fishing. And we would just be gone all day until dinner. But across the road and like down two or three pastures, there was this old abandoned house. And you couldn't see it from any road or it's not, it's like hidden in a grove of trees. And there's old um, tractors that you, they're not even tractors. They're like the metal plow. So you'd have to hook up to a horse or an ox, wow. like trees are growing through it, <clears throat> dilapidated barns, and you go in, and it looks like somebody just left. Like, That's always a creepy sign, yeah. when it looks like, yeah, everything was business as usual, and then someone just picked up and left, Boop. out of there. See ya, goodbye. Something bad happened. Yes, so I have photos, so your listeners can Ooh, see. Check out the um, Facebook group. Yes, Um so we would go and we would play and it always felt really creepy in there. And we would like our older cousins would always be like, don't go upstairs. It's really creepy. And we were like, yeah, right. You know, like we're like 10, 11, like we're going to go upstairs. And it just felt bad. It just felt just gross. Felt like we shouldn't be in there. Felt like somebody was always watching us. And one Christmas, our cousins from Ohio came down and we told them about the house. They're like, you got to go see this house. So they went with like my like aunts and they had remember like the early 90s you had the like camcorders that, with the tapes and the like zoom in zoom out. Well, when they got there, they thought somebody lived in the house because they saw a woman watching from the top window mm. on the second floor. Mm-mm. And they there's video footage of them being like, "Hi," like waving to this window and they zoom in and a woman is watching them from the window. Stop An it. Old woman. You can just see it. She's like pissed. And then they realize that nobody's in there and the camera just shuts off. <laughs> it's terrifying. Because okay, of course they went footage? upstairs. It's in Ohio somewhere. We I'm trying to get it. If ever you can track it down ever. It is and it was one of the scariest things because they like came back pretty quickly. They were like, oh, my God, look what we saw. They hooked the camcorder up to the TV and we sat around like a family and just gasped. We <sighs> could not believe we were like, oh, my God, we knew it. Like even my mom and my grandma was like, what the fuck? Like, don't go there anymore. And for a very long time, whenever I would go to visit Texas or come back, we would not go to that house. We were terrified. Yeah. Because this woman wasn't like, come to my house. Like, sure. It was, she was upset that these kids were playing in her yard. So last time I went there, I went back to the house. I had to see it. And it is just so creepy. It's still there. It's still not occupied? Oh, no. It hasn't been occupied in at least over 30, 40 years. I mean. Because I'm 33 now. And it wasn't occupied like when I was born. I don't know anything about houses, um, but isn't, like, 
wouldn't the state have to like do something about that or like I don't know. Well, it's on private land. It's on farmland. So it's who like owns the farm? Who owns that farmland? Some like German family. Well, then I wonder what why don't, they don't do anything with it. I guess they're just like, what are we going to do? Sell it? Who wants there, to live here? Well, there are so many abandoned houses in Texas. Really? Like we used to play in them. Like when we go to my grandma's house, one of them's torn down. It was like, like old wooden slat houses. Okay, so you told me that you're going home for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go up in there? Yes, I'm going to bring a real camera. I'm going to I'm going to try to talk because now I have like a recorder. <sighs> I'm going to go in there and just be like, "Hi, like ever we okay, it's kind of a dream of mine to have like a guest come on the show, go out and do something, and then come back and report reporter. about it. A field reporter. Mm-hmm. Because my ass is not going out there. Wait till you see this cemetery that I'll send you photos from. This old, creepy, Texas-ass cemetery. Like, Texas-ass <laughs> like, cemetery. Like dirt road, middle of nowhere, like little baby gravestones from like 1700s. Creepy. Oh my God. I want to know the story of that house. I'll find out for you. I mean, I don't know how you can. I mean, maybe there's records of it somewhere. Well, there are. Does it have an address? There's a, no. It's, it's not a street. house anymore. It's in the middle of a field. And then, so are you familiar with like rural areas? No. Oh, okay. So when you have like an abandoned house in the middle of nowhere, it just sits. Yeah. If it's, if it's in a field, there's not an, a physical address for it. Like my grandmother lives on a county road. Like County Road, like 592. There's not even a real road name. Really? Um, But a lot of these old houses, like a family will move out and they'll just leave it there. It's an old homestead. And then it'll slowly turn into like firewood. And for some (laughs) reason, this family hasn't done anything with this house. I believe in the late 90s, early 2000s, their son was trying to fix it up and then just abandoned it again. But I'll get the scoop, Dang. insider scoop. But a lot of it, you can't see it because <clears throat> along riverbeds, like trees will grow. And then sometimes like a, like creeks will form if there's been like a weird amount of rainfall. So that's what's happened around this house is that it's surrounded now by trees and like old creeks that like pop up when it rains. Ooh. Yeah. It's like old barns. Like there used to be old like um, my grandpa had them in his barn like after World War II and the Korean War. Like they would have like ammunition, like sure, uh, yeah, okay. buck, not buckets. Maybe it's a bucket. A bucket, an a ammunition bucket. bucket. But there were like things from World War Two in there, just like so. Oh I was like, God. ooh, okay. So somebody fought in the war. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know who this old lady is. Why she's upset? We're in our house. Did she like, describe what she looked like? Old, white-haired, and angry. Oh. She was old. That's how I know she was old. Because she had like, white hair. Yeah, or at least like in the tape. But I remember it being like, we can never go back here. Because for a while, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, ooh, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. But then when you're proven right, you're like, oh, no. I'm I'm so scared. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so I've been trying to find research on this. I have not gotten an answer back from my cousins. Um, But then again, we haven't spoken in like 10 years. So yeah, that's a little awkward. (laughs) I get it. um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe ask me how my day's doing instead of hey, um, <laughs> I need something. Hi, could you like UPS me that tape? Well, it's also hard to get. Like I talked about on this podcast, how when I was a kid, I did a um, my own kind of not necessarily parody, but my own version of the movie Carrie when I was seven years old, called mm-hmm. Harry. And you did a care. You did a Carrie when you were seven. 
Yeah. Wow, intense. I was a creepy little kid that liked that I kind of it. shit. And my um, my parents sent me the VHS. Like they they had to find the VHS. Then they they sent it to a place that like converted it to a file so I could. It's a whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I was able to get it up on the internet. It was scary. Okay. okay. Oh, one Tell more thing that okay. I'm remembering about this old house is one time, even though my mom told me not to go in that old house, I was like, I'm going to go in this old house because it's fun. A nest of vultures were in there, by the way. A nest of vultures? A nest of vultures. <laughs> Spooky too. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Vultures mm-hmm. are maybe the scariest bird. They're huge. They're yeah. Hu- I'm trying to find more photos of this house. I. I was so excited that I... Well, send them to me and then I'll put them in the Facebook group. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, tell me another one. So, the place I live at now um, is in Glendale. It's this old, like, apartment building. Dickey, 1959, is inscribed on the sidewalk. Dickey. Yeah. Like, remember when little kids would just, like, write? Totally. Yeah. So, um... I've lived there now for two years, and I lived there with uh, my friend Sammy Junio. Um, and before we lived there, um, my friend Julie and I lived there. And before Julie and I lived there, our friend Deborah Etta lived there. So it's been like a string of people that we all kind of know. It's been kept in the family. This I apartment, love that. yeah. And when I like first moved in, I was like, "There's something really creepy in this hallway." But I didn't want to like say anything because I didn't want to be like, I think there's a ghost. You know, like it feels feels like weird. I, I, well, it doesn't feel weird to talk about, but when you, I don't know why I didn't want to bring it up. But, you know, like. You never know what people are going to say when you say that. Yeah. I you guess. Know? I guess I don't want to have to like justify like, well, I believe in it and this is why. And exactly. I'm like sensitive to this and I can pick up, I can feel the energy or like. Which I think that we all have the ability to do. It's whether or not we want to be receptive. Yeah. How is that for you? Like, do you go, do, do like you go to places and you can pick up if it's haunted? Um, Like so-so. But I know, like, I think it's like a more of a, oh, I'm really uncomfortable. Like something's here. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily. I would say, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty, yeah. Yeah. I feel that way too. Okay, good. Yeah. Otherwise, why would... Yeah, that's why you have the podcast. Yeah, sort yeah. of. But I, one thing I always talk about on this podcast is that I'm not interested in it. Like, I'm not I'm not interested in experiencing it. I love to talk oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Okay, same. Yeah. I'm terrified. Because I thought you were asking me if I was like, so, like, everybody, like, let's go. Like, like let's fill it. Yeah, do you have the ghost hunter like, equipment and everything? Yeah, no, no, no. I don't want to do that because it's scary. It is scary. I don't like it. I don't want to hear your messages. I don't want to see you. No. I don't want to, like, explain anything to you. Excuse like, me, sir or madam. <laughs> Move on. I don't like, want to feel you. <laughs> Get out of here. Move Stop on. Stop watching me. You have, your time is done. Leave. Go. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so the place we live at now in the hallway... <laughs> Um, outside of my door, um, there's always this kind of like, like dark shadow in the corner of my eye. Like, and I was like, oh, something's here. And then you could feel it like walking up and down the hall. I don't know how I can explain that you can feel it, but if you come to my house, you'll feel something in the hall. Okay. Uh, Just, and you'll know it's walking up and down. Like 
people will be like, somebody, what is that? And I'm like, it's our ghost. So people have come over and done that. Yeah. People have been like, why are your hallways uncomfortable? And I'm like, oh yeah, there's a ghost. And I've always known it was a male ghost. I knew it was like a male energy. And when I first moved in there, he was pissed. He was very upset. I don't know what it was, but it was like an angry energy in the hallway. It was an angry man. Some like if you look quickly, he, I know he's tall, and I and and then he'll like dissipate, but you can just catch him like brief glimpses. And I didn't say anything to my roommate Julie at the time. Um, I was like, maybe I'm just being like really dramatic. And then um, one day, my roommate, my current roommate Sammy, and I were sitting there. And Sammy looks at me and goes, do you ever just like feel something in the hallway? And I was like, oh, my God, that's the man. And they were like, yes, it's a man. And we were like, holy shit, there's a man in our hallway. And we both feel it. And it felt I felt so justified where I was like, I'm not crazy. Like, I'm not being like, ah, spooky. It's Mm -hmm. like a dark hallway. There's something here. And now I think it's moved to the kitchen. Really? Yeah, because weird noises have been happening. And then like things will like fall and it's like get get a grip like and then sometimes like it'll feel really chill chill like it's mellowed out like I do like a lot of like prayers or chants in the apartment just to get my day going and before I go to bed um so maybe that's like kind of helped but sometimes it's that anger is there it's almost like a like uh, like an aggravated like uh, like just stuck in a pattern just like really frustrated energy and then I was talking to my former roommate. I mean, this is like the L word, the chart. You know what I mean? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, Julia, who I used to live with. And I was like, hey, Julia, like, did you ever feel anything in the hallway? And she goes, the man in the hallway. Stop. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Why didn't you say anything to me? And she's like, well, I just thought you knew. And I was like, well, I thought I knew, but it was scary. And it would have been nice to talk about the man in the hallway. Yeah. Well, he's now the man in the kitchen. Somebody's the ghost in the formerly kitchen. Known as the man in the hallway. The man in the hallway. He's now the man in the kitchen. Yeah. And he'll play with our water dispenser. What do you? He'll play with you. Like he'll put push the tab down. Yeah. Something like you'll hear like water falling on the floor, and he'll be like, "What? Man in the kitchen? Man in the kitchen? Come Get on! Get back to the hallway! I'm tired of cleaning up your mess." See, I hear a lot of stories about people uh, with things out of the corner of their eye, and I don't know that I have experienced that necessarily, but have you, I don't know if it's like this or not, but have you been in moments where you feel something out of the corner of your eye and you just stop and, and like see how long and see how much you can get like out of the corner of your eye and maybe turn Mm-mm. your eyes? Is it I'm like I'm too that? scared. Oh, wow. I'm a chicken. Well, yeah. I'm a ch- Like even now, if my roommate's not home, I'll sleep with the hall light on. And then we, if the hall light is off and we have to go to our rooms, because there's no light at the beginning of the hallway. It's only by our rooms. We both run down the hallway to turn the light on. Like it's that, it's that uncomfortable. Oh no. Like, and it's just this one pocket. Now, do you think about having someone come up in there and lighten some sage and. Well, I've done all of that. Like, so if it gets really bad and we're both very uncomfortable, I'll light some sage, Palo Santos, Copal. Um, so you know all about all that. Oh, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I had to arm myself. Okay, so then one more. So then I talked to Deb. Anyways, guess what Deb said? What Deb say? Man in the hallway, the original OG apartment person She's who we all subletted from. Anyways, she just brought it up to you. She said, 
No, I brought it up to her randomly. And she's not like a person that would be like, oh my God, like ghosts, like spirits. Like she gets kind of annoyed when I talk about it. Because I think Mm. she's more like, I don't really believe in that kind of stuff or whatever. But even she was like, yeah, there's a man in the hallway. Yeah. Who is he? I know. I don't know. I don't want to know. I wonder if he's hot. (laughs) I doubt it. He's Um, terrifying. I think that our next live show should be in your hallway. (laughs) Have it. People pack in. Um, I'm sure my neighbors would love it. You know, I will talk to my old landlord. I'll talk to the landlord. She lives underneath us. Oh, if you have a relationship with her, ask her about the history. I want to know. I will. Here's the fun part about my landlord. Her room is directly below my room. And sometimes I'll wake up at like 3 a.m. And she's cackling at the TV. (laughs) And then I'll hear, dun, dun. It's law and order. <laughs> she is laughing. Notoriously a famous, uh, funny, hilarious TV show. Yes, law yeah. and order. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what? Well, then she's going to really get off on telling you about the man that got murdered in the hallway. I, I'm realizing something as we talk. From my apartment window, I can see the Forest Lawn Cemetery. Okay. And then I don't, there might have been a cemetery plot on that land that we were playing on, the original house. That's like, that was so common. If you're like walking around a field in Texas, you'll find like wrought iron little fenced off areas where people would bury their family. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what's so funny is that my grandfather was, I love how I said, you know what's so funny? I sound like your landlord because this is morbid. Um, Dun dun. My grandfather, when he uh, came up to the Midwest from Mexico and through Texas, his brother died and they buried him. I remember the story was that he they buried his brother in a field in Texas. Mm-hmm. They just do that. Do they have a marker? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's all they could do at the time. That's so interesting. Yeah. So you could just be walking on dead people at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of like family, especially in Westphalia. An older, like, established, like, Texas place, places, central Texas. The lights flickered. Okay, so this okay. is definitely a scenario where you can... Y- y- I'm giving you homework assignments, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> I'm leaving to Texas in, like, 10 days, so... Amazing. Yeah. So go down there, see what you can find out, see mm-hmm. what you can experience, and then also talk to you, <laughs> the landlord that laughs at Law & Order um, and talk to her about the history of someone got murdered or died or whatever in the hallway he's so mad see but i don't know i still um i mean nobody really knows how ghosts work but that's what (laughs) i'm so fascinated by with the show and hearing so many different stories is like so okay now i know that ghosts can like only inhabit one area and then all of a sudden they move to another area like I don't know how that it works. Maybe it's not the same ghost. But you think it's two? But ha- so I don't it- want to believe that it's two ghosts because that's <laughs> that's, one, too much. that's too many. There's too many ghosts. Do you feel like as soon as the kitchen stuff started, the hallway stuff start stopped? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's not a whole a whole bunch in the kitchen. It's still mainly in the hallway. But my room, I around my door, I'll feel uncomfortable. It's I mean, but most of the house, it's fine. <laughs> want to come? Want to come over? Uh, kind of. It's so but affordable kind of that I don't want to leave. Oh, I <laughs> like, know. That's why See, I that's tough. I know it's rough. But so, oh, sorry. How do you feel about doing like a Ouija board or something? Okay, I have 
like had friends that would do it and I was always too sensitive for it, like as a little kid. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother on my dad's side, um, his mom used to read tarot cards and it would terrify my dad. So he was like, you're not getting anywhere near that shit. Really? And, yeah. And then a few years ago, she gave me her old tarot card pack Cool. and her like this huge book of like how to read your tarot cards and it like smells like her like i really love it oh, amazing like and she has um parkinson's and dementia right now so Aww. it's kind of like i don't like to open the book too much because it still smells like her right yeah i get that and it's like oh okay like and i'm i don't even know if she would remember how to read them are you, you interested know? in learning i mean i'll like watch the vi- like oh, this is how you lay it and this is how you do it. You yeah. know, I definitely do believe that we're guide. It's a guide. I yeah, do I don't see. I don't think that tarot's creepy, though. Mm-mm. But the way it was presented to me as a child by the fear and my dad, because mm. Babu was really accurate from what I gather from my dad. Is that and, your grandmother's name? Yeah, okay. we called her Babu. From my dad and my uh, his sister, Leslie, it made it sound like she was like insanely accurate. Got it. And she would always be like, I'm talking to my angels. I'm talking to my angels. Like, I remember that as a kid. Like, oh, well, you know, I was talking to my angels and they told me. Well, oh, my I mean, angels have said this to me. Angels aren't creepy. Mm-mm. But I do believe that she is open. Like, she's got receptors, right? Totally. So my mom does the same thing. She'll be like, I just had this hunch and something told me to do this or like, and she definitely believes in like ghosts and spirits. Yeah. She probably has a strong intuition. mm -hmm. Yeah. Big intuition, highly emotionally intelligent as well. And I'm Mm. like, oh, so I wonder if that's hand in hand. But what I was going to say before I got distracted, I've been alone. Also, side note, most of the day. So just talking is exhilarating (laughs) (laughs) is Everywhere I've lived as an adult away from my family's house has been almost right across the street from a cemetery. And Interesting. I, I know. I'm just like, as we were talking, I was like, oh, yeah, the place in Chicago, my first place, right across the street from a massive like Graceland Cemetery. Was that place haunted? Yeah, that was like, oh, have I talked about that yet? You haven't here? talked about here. No. Oh, okay. So my first studio apartment in Chicago, away from home. I found this place on Craigslist. I was 21 and I emailed the landlord and I called him and I said, can I move into this apartment? And he said, okay. Um, I get there and I mean, it's a studio apartment for $600, all utilities included. You Amazing. know, it's like- In the city? Still, yeah, it's in uptown. And um, I would remember always waking up at 3 a.m., and it smelled like sulfur and rotten eggs. That's and, a demon. Yeah. In my apartment and like outside in the hallway. And I was always terrified to walk down this hallway on the sixth floor where I lived. I was like, I, I can't. Like there was a quicker way to go to the trash chute and I wouldn't do it. I was like, something's up here. I couldn't figure it out. And then I would look outside my window. I could see the cemetery. So I'm wondering if there was like a demon or, or an upset spirit from the cemetery that was like in this house. I mean, I've I have heard that demons give off that specific smell. Oh, me too. And and like that time too is a highly like open time, 3 a.m. Oh, of course. Yeah, but even as a little girl, like I knew that smell was that was a bad smell. I, like, I recently demons. tweeted this cuz I was wondering cuz we just had daylight savings time recently and like mm-hmm. do you th- well, I wonder if that messes with demons. 
Oh, I wonder. Like oh, it's like oh shit, I'm late. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll be out. back in an hour well, or whatever. Oh, yeah. A little too early. <laughs> too early. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> Go back to bed. Shh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, let me get. They, they're wafting like all yeah. the sulfur oh, smell back. Oh, hang on. <laughs> sorry, a little too early. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm late. Okay, tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah, you almost got me. <laughs> Enjoy your sleep. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so nice. Um, okay, so you have always been drawn to living across from mm-hmm. cemeteries. Then, also in Chicago, my ex-girlfriend. We kind of live together. You know how lesbians are. We just shack up pretty quick. <laughs> she, it was her apartment, little alleyway, cemetery. And her, the cats would go like fucking nuts in that apartment. Like mm. in a certain room, just like insane, like yowling at things. It was like uncomfortable. It like, you know how cats get around ghosts. Uh, yeah, they you know go nuts. Are. Like they're, percep- they're perceptive to it. Totally. But we were surrounded by like the cemetery out of like, because the weird way the apartment was in some weird like L shape. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like bedroom, cemetery, living room, cemetery, bathroom, cemetery. It's like, couldn't get enough cemetery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> is this a cemetery? This is actually a cemetery. Oh yeah. Um, the, I. I don't know how I feel about cemeteries being creepy. Someone recently invited me to go to a cemetery, and I was like, "Like, d- does that creep me out? I don't know. Like, I, it feels peaceful to me. I, like I feel it. like if you're a ghost, why are you going to be there? Oh, I wouldn't be there. Why I, would I be at a cemetery? I don't want to be, yeah. Like, oh, cool, this is it. By the way, the Forest Lawn Cemetery in Glendale has um, a maze. A 17-foot-tall statue of David and a lot of celebrities. Wait, what do you mean a maze? There's like um, a maze in this cemetery. Why? Just for fun. <laughs> just for visitors. Just to have fun. That, isn't that where Michael Jackson is? That's what I heard. But they don't announce it because they don't want people to deface the, the gravestone. Interesting. Which I understand. It's not like you want to be like, guess where? <laughs> guess who we've got? <laughs> See, they say that. The Hollywood Forever Cemetery is haunted, but I don't believe it's the the ghost that haunts it is was buried there. She was this woman that would always visit. Um, I think it was Rudolph Valentino's grave because she would like was in love with him, and she would like visit every day, and she'd wear all black, creepy. And um, what year was this? Like the teens or twenties. <gasps> so she was goth before it was goth. Oh, honey, total dark angel vibes. Ooh, love her. That's what I call goths. I always call them dark, <laughs> dark angels. angels. <laughs> I don't know why I've done that since I was a kid. I've always been like, ooh, dark angel. Hi, dark angel. Hey, dark angels. <laughs> um, okay, Is, do you have other stories, or should we go to EVPs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make sure that I've have I given you enough stories um, for the podcast. I'm certainly satisfied. Okay, but I'm just wondering if there are any. I don't want to leave any I'm out. Kind of think I feel maybe we could talk about. I don't know how you want to edit this because right now we're just chatting off the wreck. No, <laughs> um, this is a podcast. We'll just chat. Okay, so I think I'll tell the story if that's okay, or talk to you. Maybe I mean. When did you first realize you were like sensitive to spirits or ghosts or intuitive? I think when I was about 10, 11, 12 ish, 
I think I'm sure that if I really thought about it when I was a kid, maybe I had these moments that were, you know, psychic or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I've I in my early 20s, I did so many drugs. I can't remember oh, that far oh, back. Fun. Yeah, okay. I can't remember that far back at all. But I would say like around 10 ish. Mm-hmm. I think same. Mm-hmm. I think same for me, like playing in that house. And then um, I wonder if that has to do with like. Pu- is that when puberty happens? 10? No, right? Um, I think a couple years older. Yeah. 13, cusp, maybe 12. The cusp of puberty. Well, they say that that can affect like a poltergeist situation. Can Really? I think yeah. that the hormonal change can like spark it. Ring, ding, ding, comes up all your guys. I don't know why I wanted to do that. <laughs> like, it changes. <laughs> I mean, I think like Carrie's kind of like that, going back yeah. to my Carrie as a kid. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. See, when I, I was a kid, all the little kids were into like Harry Potter and mm-hmm. I was like, you want to hear about a real adolescent with superpowers? Let me tell you about a, a bitch named Carrie. Yeah. And they were like, no, you're weird. And you're like, you have a Dumbledore keychain. I was like, I don't know what, I don't even know what that is. Um, but have you seen The Shining? I see those. I'm too scared of those movies. I won't really? Watch yeah, I can't watch scary movies. I love it. Mm. I love, see, I like to watch it. I like to hear it from afar in my non-haunted home. I don't like any of it. But it, I, that might be because I have a haunted home. Well, that's the thing. When I felt like I had a haunted home, I did not want to. I didn't. I didn't want to be reminded because who knows if it really fe- feeds off of fear. Yeah, you know. But I feel like I had heard that for so long, and I wasn't. And I think that that is true at in some scenarios. And so if I'm seeing the scariest movie of all time, and then I go home and I'm like still terrified, like I don't want that ghost to Mm-mm. be like, "Hmm, fear." Hi. I'm here. You're open to me. Yeah. Um. I think I. I was around the same age, I think, around 10. Um, Mm. We moved um, into this shack of a house um, in Temple, Texas, like a rural part. And I don't even know if it's still there. Um, It was this old army barrack from the 70s right next to an abandoned gravel pit. So, like, the Army Reserve um, had a gravel pit here. They would get the gravel out and then they left so there's this huge pit that mm. i used to play in sure um why not i mean play in the pit got some in cool the pit. fossils would ride my bike and to kind of like set the picture it was a little road still in the middle of nowhere you take a right off the road you go down this driveway which curved behind like a row of trees so you could not see the house then at the house it was like not even a house. I mean, I'm talking about like a shack, like in a bare bones army barrack house that some guy was like renting out. And it was pasture on the right, gra- no gravel pit on the right of the house, pasture on the left, which my parents wouldn't let me go to that creek because they said that there was an abandoned house, but it had swastikas painted all over it. Ooh. So it's like, mm, no thanks. But then behind the house was another pasture. And then a highway. So it was kind of this like weirdly like a murder could happen there and nobody would know. Like it was terrifying to live there. And I always felt like really sick in that house. 
like I always had to pee. I got really anxious around this time and like could not like I was like, oh, my God, I have to pee. Like if if we got somewhere and I felt uncomfortable and I think looking back now, I was becoming more and more receptive to mm-hmm. like ghost or spirits. And I, even if I like pe- like had to use the bathroom pee like uh, 10 minutes later, if we were in the same place, I, I just had to go like something was wrong and I didn't know how to explain it. And I remember being in this house and I'd never had this problem before. I didn't have this problem after because we were there for less than a year. Like my parents bought a house and we moved. Um, but while we were there, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would have peed. I peed myself. Mm. Like, and I think it. <laughs> it's, I've never talked about this before, but I think that I was really receptive to like whatever the fuck was in that house yeah. or around it, but didn't know about it. It could even just be an, an energy of yeah. like people that had lived there before. Maybe it was leftover. I don't know. I don't know. But I was terrified, like could barely go to sleep. And then when I did, I would wake up and like I was like a bedwetter. It and then was... you moved and you weren't wet in the bed? No. It was so weird. Like hmm. I would even go to the living room couch and my parents were getting like really upset. They're like, you are. Why are you peeing everywhere? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you you're like pissing on our couch (laughs) peeing on the bed and then as soon as we moved into the new house i stopped it was it's wild i will not go to that house to get photos yeah no it is terrifying it is like that place i hope burns down do you want to hear some ghost voices (gasps) oh yes all right, it is time for EVPs or EV please. Okay, ever do you know? Do you know this segment of the show? Here's what I do: I go to YouTube and I look for alleged ghost voices that have been recorded. I'm going to ask you to tell me what you believe the ghost hunter believes this ghost is saying. Okay. I took them from your home state. Mm. These are from um, Oak Grove Cemetery in Yoakum, Texas. Okay. Have you been to Yoakum, Mm-mm. Texas? I know it's a big state. Um, but it comes from a channel on YouTube called Corpus Christi Spook Central. Corpus Christi is notoriously haunted. Is it? By who? Ghost. Uh, <laughs> I think... Um, Probably Native Americans. Um, uh, it was before Texas was Texas. It was owned by, or it was Mexico. Right. So probably a lot of Mexican spirits and Native American spirits and German immigrants. <laughs> All right. Here's the first ghost voice. Okay. Tell me what you think it said. And again, this is at um, Oak Grove Cemetery in Yoakum, Texas. Okay, it's kind of got a lot of like you know it's a, a an outdoor so there's a lot of a lot of fuzz and stuff but you can okay. hear a voice. Let's hear it again. I see that. I see that. Okay. Well, here's some options. Is it A? You're thirsty. Okay. <laughs> B. Happy birthday. C. For sure dead. Or D, I'm super gay. Play it again. Mm. Happy birthday. It is happy birthday. Yes. 
Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, let's try another one. This is from the same, uh, I think it's from the exact same investigation. It's also at Oak Grove Cemetery. What is it saying? Now that sounds like that ghost was up on the microphone. Yeah, that one had something to say. Fuck this. Fuck this. (laughs) I'm sick of being a ghost. Fuck Fuck this. this. Well, it's not that. Is it A, better? B, butter. Kind of in like a slightly English accent. Butter. I can't do accents. That's not what I'm here for. C, person. Or D, oh shit. Better. Better. Is that Shrek? Better. <laughs> um, it is better. Yeah, that's oh. what they're, they're saying. Better. Oh, I thought butter. <laughs> butter. Okay. I mean, they love butter in Texas cooking. This is that creepy ass cemetery I was talking about. Oh, what's it called? St. Mary's Cemetery in West Valley, Texas. Oh. So I'll send that to you. Any more ghost? Like, no, recordings? that's it. Oh. Just two of them. I can't wait to hear. But you're going to come back because you're going to mm-hmm. go do some field work for us. Yes. You will be a special correspondent ever I can't wait. I'm going to go to all the haunted places I feel safe. Please. <laughs> and if I don't feel safe, I'll bring my mom. Well, and let me know what's going on in the apartment because... Um, I refuse to put... Uh, I refuse to record anything in there. Because oh, I'm yeah. too afraid. Because what if you find something? Yeah, I don't want to hear what this guy's gonna say. He's probably gonna tell me to get out, and if I hear him tell me to leave, and then I don't leave, shit's gonna happen. So I don't, I can't do it. He might go better, better. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know that's something I think is interesting too. If if that theory of like the ghost can feed off of energy, or maybe not even a ghost, a demon, or I don't know what can feed off of energy, I find it interesting that you say. Sometimes it's really intense mm-hmm. and, you know, it's sometimes it's really mean and it's really strong. And that's interesting to me mm-hmm. that sometimes it go, comes shower, in waves. If my room's not, roommate's not home, I shower with the door open. Really? Because I don't want to open the door and have something there. It feels like you're being watched. Oh, see, I, yeah, because that's, that's a predicament I would be in because I don't know if I would want... To me, like that would be could possibly welcome like a, a scene from the movie Psycho. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want that ghost to creep up in me. I know when I'm sli- when I'm taking a shower. No, but I do believe it feeds off energies. But sometimes I think it's just there. Maybe it wants to be fed off of. It's hungry. It's hungry. <laughs> Well, Ever, Thank tell people where me. we can find you. Um, you can find me on the internet, and my name is E V E R. Like the word. People will call me Deborah sometimes. <laughs> it's really annoying. Um, <laughs> or like, anyways, uh, Maynard, M-A-I-N-A-R-D. And that's on like Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, etc. And ever single. Okay, <laughs> bye everyone. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, wasn't that fun? Hopefully we'll check in with her. I think she truly should become a correspondent on this show and keep us updated with all of her spookiness. Guys, speaking of spookiness, which is basically all we speak of on this show, I would love for you to come see our next live show in Los Angeles, California at the Cavern Club Celebrity Theater at Casita del Campo in Silver Lake. 
You can get the tickets on cavernclubtheater.com or there's a link in my Insta bio at Ross Dressvelez. And the show is on the 21st of January. It's at 8 p.m. with special guest Alessandra Torasani. And we're going to have a great time. We're going to be selling some merch. I'm going to be doing the some lives, some live vocals. Maybe, maybe I'll do the theme song live. Maybe we'll have some ghost stories. Maybe we'll even find a ghost. You never know. And you can you know, go upstairs. You can... You Eat a burrito and, um, you know, laugh all night. Please join our Facebook page, Ghosted by Roz Dresfalaz. We also have, um, well, we have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. You can find me on Cameo at Roz Dresfalaz. I have my own Facebook page. I'm on Instagram. I'm everywhere. And if you have a ghost story, you can leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Please rate us five stars and uh, subscribe and tell your friends. This is 2020. It is the year of a a drag queen talking about ghosts and my resolutions this year I hope you've made some as well but mine include um, taking over the world and um, doing more live shows in a town near you so I uh, I can't wait to see what this year will bring for us and I love you all both living and dead but if I didn't ask you to haunt me don't haunt me okay bye Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.